0: Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to the number four, patriots.com slash verdict to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. Go right now to the number four, patriots.com slash verdict. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. And for a limited time, you can watch the first 10 minutes for free at HollywoodTakeover.com slash Ben, HollywoodTakeover.com slash Ben. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a
1: fist pumper? This is Verdict with Ted Cruz. I want to be very clear. Th- those things will not be occurring on Verdict with Ted Cruz. We will be discussing those topics. I, I, I'm just being real
2: clear. I ain't dressing in drag for you, Mike. No, that's,
1: <laughs> we'll, we'll do a lot for ratings, but we won't do that. I want to thank, of course— I, I'll let
2: you dress in drag.
1: <laughs> I don't know. i, I got to renegotiate my contract here. We do want to thank all of the subscribers. One thing is this is always my fault. I run out of time. We don't get to enough mailbag questions. So I want to start the show today with— a mailbag question. This is one that has been, been on my mind quite a lot from Matthias Senator and Mr. Knowles. When will we be able to return to normal? The masks, the lockdowns, the other stuff is just driving me nuts. When are we in the new normal?
2: No. Uh, you know, the, as they say about kidney stones, this too will pass. Um, this insanity will end. You know, a couple months ago, I did a, a TV interview where I said, I guarantee you if Joe Biden wins the presidential election, the week after the election. I saw this. COVID will be cured. You got in a lot of trouble for this. Well, actually at the time I gave the interview, I mean, it aired, but it didn't get a lot of attention. And then last week, Yes, it seemed every lefty journalist in America discovered it and went on TV ranting and raving about it. I saw
1: it. I said, "Why? Where did they dig this up? Are they all on
2: an email chain together?" I, the, the, there clearly is a you know, commie reporters of America list that they're all on. Yeah, uh, because the word went out that that we're pulling up this this two month old interview. Look, I think, well, to be clear. Joe Biden has not been elected president it's yet. He may be point, when yeah. this litigation is over, but it's still being litigated. Um, but it's interesting. I think for some Democrats, th- th- there was no doubt as COVID was was going on. And let's be clear, COVID is is a real virus. It is serious. It yeah. can be life-threatening. And, and all of us have taken significant steps to try to keep people safe. Yep. But there was no doubt there were a lot of Democratic politicians using this crisis for political advantage by decreeing shutdown, shutting down churches, exercising extraordinary power. What's interesting is some of those, some of those democratic politicians, they're still doing it. And I don't know, it, it, it's almost like they, that they have Stockholm syndrome or something, that, that they've repeated it so many times that they've convinced themselves but there, there's two sides to it
1: because I, I agree, and, and I actually want to give you a little credit here. Your okay. prediction I – know, I, I know I know, you'll resist that. Your prediction was right. What was it, three days or something after the election, we have the announcement of a vaccine, 95% effective. And
2: what a crock. What an uh, – okay, that pissed me off. Pfizer literally the week after the election said, yeah. hey, look, we've cured it now. Convenient. We have a vaccine, and it's like – trying to keep this PG rated. So right. I'm not going to say actually what I wanted to say there. But they couldn't have announced it the week before the election. No. Of course oh, they no. could have. And and, and and it's, look, it's big pharma being totally in the tank uh, for the Democrats. I mean, it was nakedly political that, by the way, not only that, the media mocked President Trump yes. for saying we will have a vaccine in November, December. This right. is ridiculous. It's impossible. And of course we have it the week after the frigate election, <laughs> and it's and that's not
1: the the extent of the politicization. You have a, a lockdown happening again. The reason I bring up this question for and, the and eyes. Pfizer
2: said, by the way, it's the science. That's why we announced it. Well, they're right. it's a scientific fact. There was an election on <laughs> November third that that was the scientific science precision. Driving.
1: you have it yes, yeah. no the reason I bring this uh, this question up about the normal is, We're locking down again, and yet you have, for instance, the L.A. supervisor coming out and saying, we need to lock down, we need to close down restaurants, it's a matter of safety, and then hours later, going to a restaurant. We have my governor, Mr. Nussolini, in in office out there, who says— Just to
2: be clear, he's not your governor anymore.
1: That's right. Oh, talk about Stockholm Syndrome. I I keep going back to the California days. Right, I left La La Land. He he decrees all of these mandates, and then— goes to a very fancy restaurant the French Laundry and has a nice meal and it goes on for a long time no distancing no masks there are a lot of other politicians
2: who are saying one thing and doing by another by the way you know Gavin Newsom when he was at the French Laundry having this fancy dinner yeah. my understanding is he was with a bunch of not just lobbyists but healthcare lobbyists that's right so that's so right. like the, this pandemic we're told you can't go to a restaurant you yeah. can't you can't be with your family for thanksgiving the the the, the all powerful police state has spoken And the hypocrisy, the blatant hypocrisy as they're yucking it up, crammed in a room, having dinner together. Look, the the mayor of Austin told the people of Austin, you know, Austin's often described as as a blueberry in in a bowl of tomato soup. It's the bright blue city uh, in in Texas. But the mayor of Austin told everyone, don't go out, stay home this Thanksgiving. You need to stay home. You can't go out. The news just broke that apparently he literally went from making that announcement, jumped on a private plane, flew to Mexico with a bunch of his buddies and and it is
1: there's something about it it's 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 funny, you know you kind of laugh about it. It is so infuriating it is so disrespectful to our intelligence and to to our American people who have civil rights and to to see the politicians saying one thing and then flagrantly disregarding what they've just said is
2: very frustrating uh, well look they know that the extremes they're advocating are a crock and the yeah. fact that they don't obey them and and of course in today's politicized world saying that quickly becomes oh my goodness you don't you don't think we should do anything we should all like lick each other and <laughs> just ignore that there's a virus <laughs> no I you know listen I all right all right Thanksgiving I was I was with my family with Thanksgiving. My parents are 81 and 86. We try to protect them. We try to tried to keep them separated from other folks with some distance. Now we still allowed them in the house and fed them turkey, like <laughs> like, like, like there was. <laughs> you didn't shun your elderly parents on uh, Thanksgiving. By the way, that is one of the cruelest aspects of it these is. COVID lockdowns. It is. It is. It's particular se- seniors who've been alone, who've been isolated. Um, you know, the people who have passed from, from COVID or from other things who've passed alone because yeah, yeah. hospitals won't let families in. I mean, I mean, that's, those are heartbreaking tragedies.
1: Well, you know, NBC News just released this report. They said, shocking report, elderly people who have been kept alone from and away from all of their loved ones are dying of loneliness. And you say, you know, some people could have told you that. Actually, yeah. we did tell them that. that you know, they, they call the people who take these other considerations into their mind, they call them science deniers. I, I like to call those people philosophy deniers or theology deniers or family deniers. There are other aspects actually, that you've got. To, science deniers. And, and science <laughs> like, deniers. Like let's
2: right. be clear. If you have elderly people and they don't go to the doctors and they don't get checkups for their heart and they don't get yeah. other medical conditions treated and they're alone and depressed – really bad things happen. Yeah. That's called science. Like, like right, this is, right. th- the left only believes in science when it suits their political agenda. Any science that is inconvenient for that is not science.
1: Well, you know, one uh, scientific fact that is new is that, you know, men can become women at, a, at, at just the mere mention of it. And uh, there was a, a big story that came out, an actress who I didn't even recognize, Ellen Page, is now identifying as a man, Elliot Page, But you have a tie-in to this story, which is that back during the 2016 campaign, this woman – I don't think you recognized her. She approached you and had an impromptu debate that went viral. I remember the video.
2: I didn't remember it was her. So I was at the Iowa State Fair. This is 2015 or 2016. Yeah. And, And I was actually grilling pork chops. By the way, a, a bit of advice, if anyone listening to this podcast ever plans to run for president, since presidential races are getting so crowded, we may have lots of listeners that's, who are going to run for president. Um, one bit of advice that I was given is never, ever, ever eat the corndog. And and <laughs> this is very good advice. So both Rick Perry and Michelle Bachman yeah. fell afoul of it. Yeah. And you got photographs that, that let's just say, were not the photographs they were hoping to characterize their campaign No, not flattering and 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 my press secretary in 2016 uh, was rick perry's press secretary four years earlier and 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 at the uh iowa state fair we were walking through and she looked over and pointed at like a corndog stand and she said that's where it happened (laughs) so don't eat corn dogs but yes you can eat a pork chop on a stick. Hmm. It it doesn't create the same yes. phallic imagery. No, no, not, not at all. <laughs> and so I was grilling pork chops, and I was eating a pork chop on a stick. I was like enjoying <laughs> the Iowa State Fair, and and as, as one does. And and this actress, who I later later learned was named Ellen Page, came up to me and started engaging me, and started yeah. and with a film crew that was there. And she was this young woman who was, who began arguing with me about gay rights. And it was fine. I had a perfectly fine conversation. And then I discovered afterwards that this, she was this actress that was running around filming these things. And, and, uh, uh, I, you know, I have to admit, um, there's a Netflix series that she's in, uh, called the Umbrella Academy, which I've watched both seasons. And it's, it's pretty, I, I watch a lot of. I like superhero movies. I like uh, sci-fi. I like I, I watch a lot of things. But Umbrella Academy is pretty good.
1: Yeah, and Th- this is something I've noticed with conservatives: is we can enjoy the the work, particularly artwork made by radical leftists, even if we don't like their politics.
2: Well, and the alternative is don't enjoy any don't enjoy any music, don't watch any sports, <laughs> yeah, don't right. ever go to the theater, don't go to any movies, don't watch TV. Look, I get that that, that those worlds are. At least the people who are vocal and outspoken are almost all leftists. But, you know, I like like theater. I like movies. I like TV. I like sports. I, you know, I like video games. Yeah. And you don't have to embrace the politics of the people producing it. There there does seem to be an irony, though, that the left is always talking about how there are too
1: many straight white men.
2: Let me just say for the record, this is the second time today I've seen proof that Michael is a New Yorker. Earlier, he said "quaffy" and there was a W in it. Yeah, and just true. a moment ago, is... you said "talking." To- I know this is
1: really. I, I'm sorry. I just can, had the... To... You can take the boy out of New York, you can't take <laughs> the New York out of the boy. This this did occur to me though that Hollywood is always talk talking about how now you're self conscious. Now it. I know I am. I'm going to start talking about how things are horrible as well. Uh, Hollywood is always talking about how there are too many straight white men in the movies. So the it would seem that this news story about this actress who now identifies as a man would run afoul of their own orthodoxy but but as you point out they don't the left doesn't really seem to care about these points they make whether it's on science whether it's on gender theory whether, it, it seems as though if the left did not have double standards they would have no standards at all
2: years ago i was doing um i was on squawk box which by the way is a great show it's one of my favorite shows to do on cnbc and uh, cause you get in really substantive interviews. I've, yeah. And I've done a couple of times where I've done the whole hour and talked about all sorts of things. But I was on one time and and it was the day of or the day after Tim Cook, the CEO of Apple, uh, came out as gay. Yeah. And so, you know, one of the liberal hosts there asked, well, what do you think about that? Yeah. I'm like, I I don't think anything of it. He's like, well, what, do you, what do you mean you don't think? Aren't you
1: upset? Surely you stay up at night thinking about this question.
2: And, and I'm, you know, I reached in my pocket. I said, look, Tim Cook is in charge of making my iPhone. Yeah. I want him to keep making really cool iPhones because yeah. I love my iPhones. And right. beyond that, like, right. what do I care? Yeah. And that made no sense to them. Yes,
1: of course. No, it, it is this this uh, obsession. And, and they sort of project that onto the rest of us. Uh, we're we're going to get a lot more of that uh, if Joe Biden does ascend to the presidency. You know, we, we started the show with that question about the new normal. It seems that now the definition of normal has changed. Uh, you know, <laughs> mentioned men in dresses, but things
2: have gotten way, way crazier than that. And by the way, on that whole men in dresses things, I, I have to admit, prior to this week, I had absolutely no idea who this Harry Styles guy was. <laughs> um, Candace Owen, I, I'm a big fan of. I like yeah, her. Yeah. And, and she got in this Twitter dispute And I was kind of like, okay, so some dude was on the cover of, what is it, Vogue, I think? Yeah, I guess. In in, in a dress. And I'm like, all right, who is he? And I I Googled him to try to figure out who is this guy. And apparently he's like, I guess, in some boy band or singer or something. I guess. Some movie. I don't know. And the back and forth, it's like, all right, you want to wear dresses? Knock yourself out. By the way, you know, people have been, you know, the Romans wore togas. I don't care. (laughs) But the whole thing seems kind but, of silly.
1: But this, it, it does seem silly. And it, it seems almost like a distraction because sure, that's it's definitely it's a little weird. The, the magazine covers a little weird. But the shifting of normal that I am much more concerned with is the shifting of normal that we could get if we have a Biden administration. They're already telling us they want mandates to wear the masks everywhere. They want a lockdown you- of the whole economy. They
2: are you suggesting if Biden's sworn in that he'll wear a dress?
1: I, I think I'd rather wear the dress than, than be forced wow. to uh, lock down and
2: wear the mask all the time. You know what? Whoever sworn in on January 20th, I can guarantee you the person swearing him in will wear a dress.
1: <laughs> that's, that's a very good point. That's true. And, and all that's black. perfectly normal. That's yeah. what,
2: all black could be a man.
1: Absolutely. Uh, what can we look forward to in terms of the lockdown policy. Do you have any sense of this? I, I, want it, I want it to be clear. You made a good point at the top of the show. This is a hypothetical. We still don't have a president elect. The electors haven't voted. There's a contested election. There's a legal process. If the Trump disputes
2: do not succeed, how bad is it going to be uh, with regard to the new normal? So I genuinely don't know. Listen, I think if, if Joe Biden is sworn in as president, they want an economic recovery. They yeah. want to see something come back. I mean, it, it, it's why I always said everything will be magically cured. And yeah. and thankfully, the reports we've gotten on vaccines, you know, they're reporting what ninety five percent effectiveness or greater. And so, I I would love to see a vaccine that's really effective where life can go back to normal. I do fear some of these little tin pot dictator Democrats they've discovered the power to control businesses, lives, to tell you wh- who you can have at your dinner table for Thanksgiving. Yeah. People don't give up power lightly. Right. And so, you know, and I think it'll vary place by place. So Texas, Texas has opened up substantially. Now we've still got people who are sick and we're dealing with it and, and, and confronting the crisis, but kids are back in school most people are back at work and so you're seeing some places that are moving the right way the Californians of the world the the new yorks of the world i don't know right right and, and i suppose that is the
1: realistic possibility that we at least have to consider is that we're we're going to have this biden administration and maybe different states are going to react differently uh, and, and so I, I do want to go to this worst case scenario. So I'll There's...
2: give another example. We were talking earlier about the the arts. Um, you know, Eric Clapton and Van Morrison came out with this thing to stop the the lockdowns, yeah. and they said you're destroying the arts. And I don't know their politics, but I I sent out a tweet praising them and saying, look, good good for you for 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 having the guts to stand up and say this. And you look at the arts. I mean, there is an irony that that these groups that are Overwhelmingly leftists are being utterly destroyed right now by these policies. Broadway. Oh yeah. Broadway's done. I I love Broadway. It's been shut down for six months. And if you're a mega superstar, you'll be fine. I mean, if you've got a home in Malibu and you've got fifty million dollars in the bank, you'll you'll weather the storm. But you know, what about all the lighting guys? What about yeah. the set designers? What about the makeup artists? If what you're about a regular
1: run of the mill Broadway actor? I mean, you probably can't even afford a cup of coffee right now. Yeah, uh, you... that's how bad it is.
2: <laughs> you know, you know, look, if you're in the chorus line of Cats, yeah. A good friend of mine, Michael Barry, who, you know, talk show yeah. host, yeah, yeah, very yeah. good friend of mine owns a um, country western bar in Houston, uh, called the Redneck Country Club. Uh, great place. I've had multiple election night parties there. Michael shut it down. He shut it down because of COVID, mm. and they've been driven out of business. and And it's it was a great institution, uh, but there are a lot of family restaurants, two three generations that have been obliterated, bars, live event venues. And the weird thing is, so Democrats, when I responded like praising Clapton and Van Morrison for saying stop destroying the music industry, yeah. Lefties came back at me and said, "Well, no, 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 just just send them a government check. How about instead of printing money and just sending everyone government checks, you actually allow people to to, to work, to work? do their work? jobs, yeah. to perform their art? Right. I think we will get there eventually, but but I do. The radicals have been unleashed, and how we get there could be bumpy.
1: Well." and I, I hate. I feel as though I'm the sort of pessimist in this episode just because I want to prepare for the worst. The legal challenges are going to play out on the election, but I want to prepare for the worst. I've noticed also some people in the government are making preparations in case it is a Biden administration. The honey badger, our friend, the attorney general, Bill Barr, has been behind the scenes sort of making some changes in particular to the way that the death penalty will be carried out. And I, I think it hasn't gotten a lot of play in the media But it would appear that uh, the attorney general is ramping up justice uh, over the next month or two.
2: Well, the Department of Justice is doing something really quite radical, which is enforcing the law. So listen, on the question of capital punishment, reasonable minds can differ. Americans are on both sides of that issue. What you can't differ about is what current law is. Current law in a number of states, the death penalty is the ultimate punishment. And under federal law, the death penalty is the ultimate punishment, and there are I think it's fifty three or fifty four uh, federal inmates on death row during the Obama Biden administration. They just slow played them and wouldn't carry out the execution. You're right. They just said never mind the law. Yeah. Now these are people, and these are people who who you know terrorists who have committed horrific crimes. Um, this is not someone selling marijuana
1: on the side of the road. I mean, these are horrific criminals.
2: You know, these, these are people, one in, so I wrote an op-ed this week in on Fox News talking about this and going through some, some of the cases. One fellow who horrifically, systematically tortured his, his two-year-old daughter and ultimately murdered her, who committed just horrible crimes. Um, you know, one of the Boston bombers, is on federal death row. Now, that case is being litigated and challenged. Uh, The the white supremacist who murdered nine African-Americans at at the Mother Emanuel AME Church is on federal death row. And you know what? The Obama-Biden administration, they slow walk and don't enforce the law. And so Barr simply scheduled executions. The left is going nuts going, how dare you actually, these are people convicted by a jury pursuant yep. to the law. And so what I urge Bill Barr to do before he leaves is for every single eligible capital murderer on federal death row, schedule an execution, Right. schedule it now, which means if Joe Biden becomes president and he puts lefty activists into the department of justice, that if they want to ignore the law, they've got to cancel the execution. Yeah. It changes the the onus, and I, I hope he does that.
1: That's a great idea, and and yeah, you know, they would have to explain for each case why they are going to let this person escape justice. You know, if we do have a Biden administration, we're probably going to hear a whole lot of talk about social justice. Be good to get some uh, real justice in there as well.
2: Well, and and look, you know, the, there's we've seen a lot of sadly race baiting. Uh, from the left yeah. you know you look at the the white supremacist right who charleston south carolina went into the church prayed with the parishioners oh yeah and then pulled out a gun and shot them yep yeah. that's the embodiment of evil you know when i was sg in texas solicitor general i i dealt with a lot of violent crime and murderers and the worst are those that hurt kids who who, who i mean There's just a circle of hell for like adults that, and I got to say, working in law enforcement, people do horrible, horrible things. And I, and I think the death penalty is, I believe appropriate and just and the right punishment for the very worst crimes.
1: I entirely agree.
2: And if Joe Biden disagrees, if the Democrats disagree, then man up and change federal law. Right. But don't just refuse to enforce the law.
1: Right. Of course. Of course. It's, uh, retributive, uh, deterrent effects, rehabilitative, I say, because hanging concentrates the mind. And if you're going to make a contrary argument, they, they have to make that argument. Now, we, going on this theme of, let's say there's a Biden administration, I do want to get to one mailbag question because this is going to be important if it, if it ends up the case. From Florida conservative. If Biden becomes president, what can and will the Senate GOP do to influence the Biden cabinet and keep out the worst possible
2: choices? So, I'm hopeful that if we keep a Republican Senate, that we will have a significant moderating effect on any potential Biden administration. If Democrats win in Georgia and Schumer's majority leader, they will confirm the most radical Nominees, you could imagine. I actually think that's one of the reasons why we've seen a handful of of Biden nominees put forward, but we haven't seen most of them, and and, and hmm. I, I have a suspicion that they're holding holding off to see what kind of Senate they're going to have, right? Because look, it takes fifty votes plus the VP to confirm someone. Yeah. Are there going to be some bad nominees? if we have a Biden presidency that I will vote against? Yes. Mm -hmm. And will some of those get confirmed because some wobbly Republicans will join with the Democrats in voting for them? Yes. But with a Republican majority, I think we will be able to stop the most extreme and the worst. Mm And, uh, you know, a few days after the election, there were stories because Republicans shocked the press by not losing the Senate, by winning a lot of these close contested Senate races. You know, there's a big article in Politico about how the Biden team was going to have to be much more centrist because they'd have to get him through a Republican Senate, and and so there's a deterrent effect of who can be nominated that that is meaningful. And and will there be bad nominees? I'm sure they would put forward, but they'd be a lot better with a Republican Senate than with a Democratic
1: Senate. Right. There are all these questions about what is the new normal. Is the new normal uh, movie stars, men wearing dresses? Is the new normal these lockdowns? Is the new normal politicians disregarding their own mandates? Is the new normal – who's the president going to be? We still have to figure that out. A lot is up in the air. That is going to be decided within the next couple of weeks, next month or so. Uh, And that could radically shape our country for – not just
2: for two years or four years. We're talking about generational shifts. The most consequential thing is if the Democrats succeed in packing the U.S. Supreme Court. Um, I I think that does fundamental structural damage. I hope it doesn't happen. Yeah. If we keep a Republican Senate, it won't happen. If Democrats take the Senate, I believe it will.
1: Let's hope things remain normal, whatever that word is to mean. We'll have to leave it there. I'm Michael Knowles. This is Verdict with Ted Cruz. (music)
0: Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot power generators. So go to the number four, patriots.com slash verdict to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. Go right now to the number four, patriots.com slash verdict. Hollywood is under siege from an external force. The same Hollywood that sold the American dream is now making nightmares a reality. Many major films
1: a woo a hand clap, or a high-fiver. I kind of like the high-five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly,
0: plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. VGW group void We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
0: Ben Ferguson here, and if you're an accredited investor, U.S. oil and gas should be a part of your investment portfolio. Portfolio, And I want you to visit LabradorEnergy.com. Beyond the possibility to invest in a sector that historically delivers sound returns, when you invest with Labrador Energy, you may be able to structure your investments to offset active or passive income. According to many sources, U.S. oil and gas drilling remains one of the best tax-advantaged income investments available. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. You may be able to reduce your tax liability while investing in a sector that historically delivers sound returns. Learn more now at LabradorEnergy.com today. Offer for accredited investors only. Past performance is no indication of future results. Investing
2: involves risk. Consult your legal, tax, and financial advisors and read the prospectus before making any investment decisions. Visit LabradorEnergy.com for the prospectus and more information.